श्रीमद्भागवतम कैंटो वन चैप्टर थ्री कृष्णा इज द सोर्स ऑफ ऑल इनकारनेशन सुता सेड इन द बिगनिंग ऑफ क्रिएशन द लॉर्ड फर्स्ट एक्सपेंडेड हिमसेल्फ इन द यूनिवर्सल फॉर्म ऑफ द पुरुषा इनकारनेशन एंड मेंटेन्ड ऑल द इन्ग्रीडियंट्स ऑफ द मेटीरियल क्रिएशन एंड दस एट फर्स्ट देर वॉज द क्रिएशन ऑफ द सिक्सटीन प्रिंसिपल्स ऑफ मेटीरियल एक्शन This was the purpose of creating the material universe. A part of the Purusha lies down within the water of the universe. From the navel lake of his body sprout a lotus stem, and from the lotus flower atop this stem, Brahma, the master of all engineers in the universe, becomes manifest. It is believed that all the universal planetary systems are situated on the extensive body of the purusha but he has nothing to do with the created material ingredients his body is eternally in spiritual existence par excellence the devotees with their perfect eyes sees transcendental form of the purusha who has thousands of legs thighs arms and faces all extraordinary in the body there are thousands of hands ears eyes and nose they are decorated with thousands of helmets and glowing earrings and are adorned with garlands the form the second manifestation of the purusha is the source and indestructible seed of multifarious incarnations within the universe from the particles and portions of this form different living entities like demigods men and others are created first of all in the beginning of the creation there were four unmarried sons of brahma the kumaras who being men, situated in a bow of celibacy underwent severe austerities for realization of the absolute truth the supreme enjoyer of all sacrifices accepted the incarnations of the bow the second incarnation and for the welfare of the earth he lifted the earth from neither regions of the universe in the millennium of the rishis the planet the personality of godhead accepted the third empowered incarnation in the form of devarishi narada who is a great sage among demigods he collected expose exposition of the expositions of the vedas which deal with devotional service and which inspire non fruitive actions in the fourth incarnation lord became nara and narayana the twin sons of the wife of king dharma thus he undertook severe exemplary penance to control the senses the fifth incarnation named lord kapila is the foremost among perfect beings he gave an exposition of the creative elements and metaphysics to asuri brahmana for in course of time this knowledge has been lost the sixth incarnation of the purusha was a son of sage atri he was born from the womb of anusuya who prayed for an incarnation he spoke on the subject of transcendence to alarka prahlad and others The seventh incarnation was Yajna, the son of Prajapati Ruchi and his wife Akuti. 
he controlled the period during the change of the swayamvuva manu and was assisted by demigods such as his son yama the eighth incarnation was king rishabha the son of king nabi and his wife meru devi in this incarnation the lord shows the path of perfection which is followed by those who have fully controlled their senses and who are honored by all orders of life o brahmana in the nine incarnation the lord prayed for by sages accepted the body of a king prithu who cultivated the land to yield various produces and for that reason the earth was beautiful and attractive when there was a complete inundation after the period of chakshusha manu and the whole world was deep within water the lord accepted the form of a fish and protected vaivasvata manu keeping him on the boat the 11th incarnation of the lord took the form of a tortoise who shall served as a pivot for the mandarachala hill which was being used as a churning rod by the theists and atheists of the universe in the 12th incarnation the lord appeared as dhanvantri and in the 13th he allured the atheist by charming beauty of a woman and gave nectar to demigods to drink in the 14th incarnation the lord appeared as narsimha and bifurcated the strong body of the atheist hiranyakashipu with his nails just as a carpenter pierces cane in the 15th incarnation the lord assumed the form of dwarf brahmana vamana and visited the arena of sacrifice arranged by bali maharaj although at heart he was willing to regain the kingdom of the three planetary systems he simply asked for a donation of three steps of land in the 16th incarnation of the godhead the lord as bragupati annihilated the administrative class kshatriya 21 times being angry with them because of their rebellion against the brahmanas the intelligent class thereafter in the 17th incarnation of the godhead shri vyasadeva appeared in the womb of satyavati through parasharamuni and he divided the one veda into several branches and sub branches seeing that the people in general were less intelligent in the 18th incarnation the lord appeared as king rama in order to perform some pleasing work for the demigods he exhibited superhuman powers by controlling the indian ocean and then killing the atheist king ravana who was on the other side of the sea in the 19th and 20th incarnation the lord advanced himself as lord balrama and lord krishna in the family of rishni the yadu dynasty and by doing he removed the burden of the earth then in the beginning of, of kali yuga the lord will appear as lord buddha the son of anjana in the province of gaya just for the purpose of deluding those who are envious of the faithful theist thereafter at the conjunction of the two yugas the lord of the creation will take birth as kalki incarnation and become the son of vishnu yasha at that time the rulers of the earth will have degenerated into 
plunderers o brahmana the incarnations of the lord are innumerable like rivulets flowing from inexhaustible sources of water all the rishis manus demigods and the descendants of manu who are especially powerful are plenary portions or portions of the plenary portions of the lord this also includes the prajapatis all of the above mentioned incarnations are either plenary portions or portions of the plenary portions of the lord but lord krishna is the original personality of godhead all of them appear on planet whether there is a disturbance created by the atheist the lord incarnates to protect the theist whoever carefully recites the mysterious appearances of the lord with devotion in the morning and in the evening gets relief from all miseries of life the conception of virat universal form of the lord as appeared in the material world is imaginary it is to enable less intelligent and neophytes to adjust to the ideas of the lord having a form but factually the lord has no material form the clouds and dust are carried by the air but less intelligent person say that the sky is cloudy and the air is dirty similarly they also implant material bodily conceptions on the spirit itself beyond this gross conception of the form is another subtle conception of the form which is without formal shape and is unseen unheard and unmanifest the living being has his form beyond this subtlety otherwise he could not have repeated births whenever a person experiences by self realization that both the gross and subtle bodies have nothing to do with the pure self at that time he sees himself as well as the lord if the illusionary energy subsides and the living entity comes fully enriched with the knowledge by the grace of the lord then he becomes once enlightened with the self realization and thus becomes situated in his own glory thus learned men describe the birth and activities of the unborn and inactive which is undiscoverable even by the vedic literatures he is the lord of the heart the lord whose activities are always spotless is the master of the six senses and is fully omnipotent with six opulences he creates manifested universes maintains them and annihilates them without being in the least affected he is within every living being and is always independent the foolish with a poor fund of knowledge cannot know the transcendental nature of the form names activities of the lord who is playing like an actor in a drama nor can they express such things neither in the, their speculations nor in their words only those who render unreserved uninterrupted favorable service onto the lotus feet of lord krishna who carries the wheel of the chariot in his hand can know the creator of the universe in his full glory power and transcendence only by making such inquiries in the world can one be successful and perfectly cognizant for such inquiries invoke transcendental aesthetic love onto the personality of godhead who is the proprietor of all the universes and guaranteed 100% immunity from the dreadful repetition of birth and death thus Shrimad Bhagavatam is the literally incarnation of God and it is compiled by Srila Vyasadeva, the incarnation of the Lord. 
it is meant for the ultimate good for of all people and it is success, all successful all blissful and all perfect shri vyasadeva delivered it to his son who is the most respected among the self realized after extracting the cream of all vedic literatures and histories of the universes shukadev goswami the son of vyasadeva in turn delivered the bhagavatam to the great emperor parikshit who sat around by sages on the banks of the ganges awaiting death without taking food or water this bhagavat purana is as brilliant as the sun it has arisen just after departure of lord krishna to his own abode accompanied by religion knowledge etc person who have lost their vision due to sense gratification of ignorance in the age of kali shall let shall get light from the purana this purana o learned brahmanas when shukadev goswami recited bhagavatam there in the presence of emperor parikshit i heard him with rapt attention and thus by his mercy i learned the bhagavatam from the great and powerful sage now i shall try to make you hear the very same thing as i learned it from him and as i have realized it